Yes, indeed. It is time for Murderboos. Hey, welcome. Episode 104, Rod. It's 104. Yes. We're here. 104. I love that we and have we guests all the time. What the fuck is going on? I love it. Yay, Katie. Hello. Peters. How's it going? I'm here. I'm back. We're like, we're like want to do something 80s and super like like super like practical effects and katie as as we all know has her list of things she's never seen because she's has enough that she has katie hasn't seen that so i was like let's do the fly because katie no, never seen we, it and I, he, he was like let's bring on our shark expert yeah. and talk about a fly movie instead <laughs> i'm like an animal expert in movies oh, right. apparently okay. yeah so yeah. I, I mean, it's weird not talking about a shark movie today. Yeah, it I really know. is. It, well, it's the problem is the shark movies are after Jaws, you're very hit or miss. It is like, you're like, but it, well. and it's so weird the timing of you actually coming onto the show because a new shark movie just no. came out as well. Like, I it literally know. just came out this weekend or something. And it doesn't look, well, it doesn't look half bad, but I think putting it on the, like, the scale of shark movies, it might be on the like, you know, closer to the top. I don't know. Maybe yeah. next time, eh? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like what? Which one came out? Do you know, what was the name of it? I remember watching the trailer for it. All I know is that bait. Or Alicia, what was it called? I don't know. <laughs> we did that one with Alicia Silverstone, which I, I could not remember the name of. Well, yeah, it was gonna be oh, way yeah. better. I and, thought it was gonna be way better too, but then. Then we figured out it was shot on a weird green screen and like <laughs> had some really, really bad. They well, went to like right? Shutterstock for the footage of the sharks too. Like it's, oh, that one's perfect. But, but that's not even the same time of day or water or the, no. Yeah. No. no. There's it's... one called Man Eater that just came out. She's a man, man eater. Is that a Nelly Furtado song? <laughs> No, it's the old, uh, it's the old song, Man Eater. She's a man eater. And of course, I can't sing, so it's not like. I don't know the rest of, that's all I know, though. I don't know. I'm going to Google it as we talk about it. But I mean, are we, did we just like age ourselves or something? Daryl Hall and John Oates, Man Eater. So, 1982. Yeah. I wasn't alive yet. I mean, I wasn't either. So Neither I was, was I. in 83. So we didn't age ourselves. We 85. Just know things. Oh, wait. We just legitimately aged ourselves. <laughs> there we go. Shit. <laughs> we did it. We fucked up. But, uh. but it is wonderful to have Kate back. But we are Murder Podcast Network. It's um, in the game. It's in the game, as Josh says. Uh, we are here no with our, our, our favorite shark expert. Katie Peters. Katie, you've been a very busy lady. You went across the world. You had adventures. Mm -hmm. You uh, got the, the old Rona. And, uh, <laughs> the old oh, Rona. No. Uh, oh, no. It was then, awful. I, I'm still getting over it, so I feel like my radio voice is even more of a radio voice. It's just, like, huskier than normal. Yeah. No, you said Yeah, I don't recommend getting COVID. I really can't say it's a zero out of ten. Uh I, I tried so hard to avoid it for two and a half years. I went on one trip and uh, I got it. And so been a little depressed about the fact that I actually got it, but I'm, I'm over the hump, I think. Yeah. 
Dude, what was it like? I saw that like the Pfizer like uh like president or someone got fi- like COVID like three times in like ninety days or something. I believe it. You can get this over and over again, apparently. And <laughs> I'm not like, excited about that. <laughs> no, it's the like uh, I guess we're just staying in our house and never leaving again, mm-hmm. if, if at all possible. And I mean, at least at least you you like I got it at the very beginning and was like sitting in a bathtub like trying to keep my t- body temperature down because it was before vaccines and it was mm-hmm. like oh trying no. not to trying not to cook and trying to like like naked in like freezing cold water which is not a pleasant experience because see i well i guess you just said you work from home too but you left and you traveled I left my home and that's like there's the bubble it's like no covid it's like hey let's go try covid I know. I, I want. I feel wait. the same way. Like I'm not working from home, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Just get away from I've me. I tried to dodge it. <laughs> I I went with my sister and Nana. They didn't get it. So I'm like, am I just the lucky one who, who was chosen? But I mean, yeah. I was wearing a mask. I was washing my hands. I wasn't touching my eyes. I was like, I don't. I don't know. I just think I breathed air around yeah. other people and <laughs> got it. Better, Katie. I know. It was oh not goodness. well. I mean, I'm like no one's wearing masks, so I was yeah wearing a mask, but I don't know how much that would have helped. So yeah, <laughs> your dogs I, I, are having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> go, go! Wait, what is he saying? Ah, he's he's trying to deal with it. <laughs> ah. Oh, just wait. He's having let's, words let's with watch. the dogs. Oh no. <laughs> There's a poster in the way. Damn it. Let's move it. <laughs> Let's move the poster. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we're back over here. Hey. Yeah. Hello. Well, how have you been other than Corona? I've been all right. I've been sad that summer's over, but excited it's fall. Because now Halloween spooky season is here. And that's my favorite time of year. So I'm really excited for spooky I bought, stuff. I, I went out and like bought new. I bought new like fall colored like crew neck sweaters for the first Ooh. time and i'm like yeah. i'm of like any fall season which i'm like i go all out for like the the haunt in front of my house and stuff but like i don't normally change what i wear but i think now that i'm like working out of the house it's like hmm it's fall mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun it's kind of i haven't gone shopping in honestly three years because i didn't have any reason to <laughs> i'm not a big shopper i don't like shopping all that much but i bought some stuff for the trip and i was like man shopping is exhausting but then it's yes. nice when you have some new things that you can right and wear, like so like an orange sweater and a red sweater and nice. a yellow sweater <laughs> and a ruddy green sweater so you could be no 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 favorite. just the fall colors just the fall colors autumnal is that that's a word right i it's a it's a word i don't know if it's a real word you i think mean... it is it's like the okay now i'm scared that i'm lying to you <laughs> Hey, I see things that aren't words on this shit show all the time, Katie. So it's, it's, yeah. It's a word. Okay. It says of characteristics of or occurring in autumn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what you meant. Yes. <laughs> that meant- totally a real word. <laughs> pumpkin spice lattes is what it meant. Really. I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. My I drink, wife is I drink my coffee black. So like that just has too much other weirdness it's like give me an americano and don't put anything in it and that's how like straight black 
coffee I, I if my coffee is anything besides black my wife is involved and has brought it to me from starbucks or somewhere else like she got she bought enough pumpkin spice lattes last year that she was like on like starbucks list where they gave her a gift card for buying enough pumpkins. <laughs> that's amazing I, <laughs> please come back have like yeah they're like please come back and buy more pumpkin spice lattes yeah. next fall i i think i'll have one a year maybe and i'm like okay now i remember why i don't get these they're just too sweet for me but yeah. they're like a treat See, i like uh well because my birthday is coming up on the 11th of october and i always do uh happy early birthday hey thanks I always do pumpkin. Well, I, because uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, like last year, landed directly on my birthday. This year, it's like the mm -hmm. day before. I always get like a big turkey dinner for my birthday and like pumpkin pie. And I don't like cake because icing's too sweet. So I just, Same. I'm like, I love just cake, give me but... pumpkin pie. That's my cake. That's like, come on. That's what I want for my birthday. So they just put candles in a pumpkin pie now. And I love it. Amazing. I don't like it frosting was... either. I like cake, but there can't. Yeah, exactly. Why do people put so much icing on everything? Like, if it's... it was a cupcake with no icing, I'd be like, it's like Same. a muffin, but a sweet yeah. muffin. Yeah, I'd be so into that. My my favorite donut at Dunkin' Donuts is a vanilla cream donut, which they basically just stick like vanilla frosting <laughs> in the middle of it, and I'm like, yes, this makes me happy because I don't I, I if. I, I love all donuts, don't get me wrong, but if you put like something in the middle that's dope, I'm I'm the happiest little boy in the world. So if you put dope in the middle oh. of a donut, whoa, no. <laughs> that would be like he would be in heaven. I don't know. That's why the the the, the voodoo voodoo donuts giant dick donut is the best do donut of all time. But is it cream filled? <laughs> yes, it is. It's a giant bossy cream filled donut. <laughs> I've been to Voodoo Donuts. I remember getting like the cereal ones. I don't remember that donut though for some reason. I don't know if they actually make them anymore. Like when they first came to Denver, I I bought one or my wife bought one and was like taking pictures eating it because it was funny. But like, yeah, it's it's is it like a long john, but then they put balls on it or something? Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. And then there's cream in the balls also. And oh know, my god, and, that's amazing. Yeah. They're they're donuts. See, I'm in is. Canada. Like we don't have like it's there's always... a lot more coming, but because oh coming hey <laughs> oh hey oh <laughs> hey uh, but not like like American franchises like because in Calgary we're we have a ton of just like mom and pop like own burger places and like we're we have so many like local breweries and they're all in like one area there's just like hundreds of them I don't understand but it's like that's what our town is it's like all local. <laughs> If you're a stoner city, the Voodoo Donuts will move to your city. Like they they started up in Seattle, and then they like came to Denver, and they're and like well, they should we found be in Calgary then. Like so, pot got like legalized in Canada because of the program that was in Calgary first with like the yeah. medical cannabis and stuff. So yeah. like it did so well in Calgary and in Alberta that it was what we have the most pot shops per capita in Canada here just because they, they were just giving them out. Like you look down the street and there's like three and then you look down that street and there's three. And I'm like, what, why, why, what? It's still not legal where I live. <laughs> I hear like, but like in Oklahoma, which you and uh, friend Vissy who came to visit in August was telling us that like 
they have more pot stores than like any other state and it's like oklahoma what it's it's always weird when you like these red states are like going out and like they make tons of money i guess there's a lot to tax yeah. on it too like it's like that episode of south park where they're like making all the kfcs into just yeah, medicinal fried uh, weed or whatever it is. Yeah. It's, in, it's, in the, it's in the South Park game also, so it's it goes along. So, okay. So, Katie, okay. You're back. Sure, I'm back. That didn't sound like a robot. I was going to say, what else has been going on? I know you uh, you kill, you and uh, Rob killed it with your Orville podcast, and now I need to go back and listen to some of those because obviously I was like getting into Orville because of everything after you and i fucking love that show um but what else has been going on i mean you streaming and working your butt off traveling around the world are we missing anything i don't i don't know probably um my, probably. <laughs> I work, um i've been podcasting i mean there's katie hasn't seen that we did quantum drive and we're still working on that but that was a wild ride i'm so happy you watched the show and liked it like that yeah. made me so happy I um, cried, dude. That show made oh, me I cried really too, multiple times this last yeah. season. So um, yeah. I'm hoping they get renewed and keep my I, fingers crossed. I I wonder about the numbers because, like, one they like they it's on. They must believe in it enough that they put it on the Disney Plus app. Like it's I there know. and on Hulu, and it's like, well, in a time where like shit's moving around, like they just took Brooklyn Nine Nine off of Hulu, which made me sad because that's one of my favorite shows to like put on at night when I'm going to bed and it's shit. Unplugged. Is it? Yeah, but. It's just, but it's, it, things are moving around. I mean, That's we see like why I love having my own server. It's like, yeah. it's not going anywhere. These are the shows that I like as well. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of those that's never going to go away in my love for it. And yeah. it, it just, it's not going to go anywhere. So like yeah. to have the ability to just host and do it myself. Like it, it, there's something to it, right? Like, cause yeah. Uh, it's it's devastating like when it's your show and it's like part of your routine or like it's your comfort blanket show or something like yep. and then all of a sudden it's just like oh like that's why i have like a huge collection of physical media still too because it's like it gives me the ideas of what i want to but it's also i'm very weirdly nostalgic when it comes to things that have just been done really really well as as well so i don't know there's something about it. Uh, I'm holding on to DVDs of shows that I love. Like I have the whole show set because then I'm also like my brain does this thing. I'm like, if there's an apocalypse, I still have power. I can I've, still watch my DVDs. Exactly. <laughs> so, I if there's an apocalypse, I'm just gonna go take me out now. I don't. I don't want. <laughs> I I don't think living. Okay, this is how I look at it. Living in 2022 is enough hassle that I'm like. With every modern convenience, with the internet, with grocery stores, I'm not going out and hunting other people or joining a gang and having to to like like put like spikes in my face or something like that or like like go and fight in the Thunderdome. I'm good. You just you can. I'm gonna go out and jump in front of a semi truck and just like take myself out early in the equation, so I don't have to like Ooh. worry about it. Become friends with someone who does that stuff, and then you're good to go. <laughs> I went back, well, I went to Europe and I saw a lot of old stuff and went to the Coliseum, which was really cool, oh, yeah. but a lot of people died there. Um, yep. Made me think and appreciate, I'm glad we don't live back then. <laughs> um, it was an astonishing number of people who died yeah. in the You're Coliseum. Just like, man, and this just, is cool. Holy shit, I'm glad it is 2022 right now. Yeah, like just living in the olden times, but they used to just watch people 
for fun kill each other. <laughs> like, I mean, we're not exactly moved away from brutality. The number one sport in America is football, and people are like giving each other brain damage and shit I like know. that. So it's like, it's not exactly, but they they're trying to make it better. But yeah, it's it's a it's a wor- weird world we live in, man. It's it's. Our brutalities it, evolved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, UFC shit, like, it has, like, boxing's not as big, and UFC still happens. So, I mean, we still have combat sports. It's just, like, they're not usually, people usually aren't dying anymore. But you also lived to, like, 35 back then, too. So yeah. it was, like... Well, there's like, boxing. Uh, it's just YouTube events now. Or Showtime. Yeah. Well, no, because, I mean, like, even the Showtime events don't do as well as the YouTube ones do now. Like Ooh. the Logan Paul KSI and like all the, because they already have a massive audience that will follow them to pay-per-view events and to online service. Like they're, they're making those title cards and trying to bring boxing <laughs> to like this new generation, this new like audience, but it's working so well that now big title fights are <laughs> relying on the success of these YouTube events to like make them more legitimate, even though they're, the top of the game and the rest of it's like essentially a written like wwf rest or wef we wrestling man i just yeah. aged myself huge there too oh yeah brother david arquette didn't he yeah. do like ufc for a while he kind of got like no, he, did, messed yes. up. he did wcw he did, uh, he did no he did he did wcw and then when he came back in the late teens he did he did real he did was in like stampede I think wrestling it was like GCW wrestling. They did a whole documentary about him, and then like I it was watched... really well done, actually. Yeah, that yeah. documentary. Because the, um, the he, one that the the thing that the happened with him, he, he got the yeah. he got the belt given to him, like he Promoting won the Rumble. belt, yeah, and like legitimately won the WCW like heavyweight championship belt. And you never do that for like someone that hasn't earned it, because then the whole audience because he legitimately loves wrestling and takes it very seriously. And when they did that and wrote that in, everyone hated him and his legitimacy like went completely out and he needed to like get that fanfare and like the respect back. So he, this documentary was trying to get that as well as like, yeah, I don't know. It it was, I suggest watching. It's pretty good. I watched I watched the Dark Side of the Ring about the guy that he was in that match with. It was named a guy named Nick Gage who legitimately died for seven minutes wrestling because he like he had a he was in a death match and he had a uh a a light tube cut under his armpit and he bled out and like they had to they like had to go out with him for like he was dead for seven minutes. Yikes. And it happened he to David Arquette too though. Like yeah. that was the that the was the guy tube. who in the in, yeah who did in that the neck. neck and it was like, like squirting that. out and he's just like oh uh, and then like grabs yeah. a towel and goes to the emergency room <laughs> okay well now i just feel like bring up the coliseum this is like a like essentially the same thing <laughs> so maybe I, we haven't evolved yeah, yeah exactly it's it's more scripted but the shit happened we still love blood is fucking like crazy. mankind was the the wrestler i grew up with that was always into the hardcore yeah. matches and like yeah. he also was I, the sock guy as well yeah, I watched a bunch of it like back in the, as a kid, and I watched Nick Gage stuff after that, like the last like couple of years. And a lot of it's just like, ah, like it's a, he cuts people with pizza cutters, like that's his thing. He cut he travels around with a pizza cutter, and like I, I just love the, <laughs> yeah, 
He slices open people's faces with a oh, pizza wait. cutter. It's it's there, all I'll move bonkers. This back over to your staircase. Whoop. Okay. I was I yeah. wanted to see the the dogs situation. What was going on? So I moved the poster because the dogs could, come up. All and we down could see was your down. feet and yeah. the craziness <laughs> going on. So yeah. Chaos. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, Rome. I you seem to like Rome like I did, Katie. Like Rome was my favorite place in the world I've ever been to, and it was like. I said it to you on Twitter, but I was like, Rome kind of made me feel like I believed in reincarnation. Like I'd been there before, which was the weirdest feeling in the world. Like it was very cool. strange. And especially as a 17 year old, like when I was there, but like Rome was my favorite city in the, like that I was to after seeing a lot of really cool shit. But yeah. Yeah. It You drive around and you like turn and there's a modern building and then you look the other direction. There's like old ruins and build. It's just kind of neat because it's so different than... Yeah. what we have here in north america so yeah getting to see like old really really old stuff i feel like is kind of i want to go perspective you should if you ever get a chance like i'm yeah. in a country that's just over a hundred years old like that's Same. there's there's like <laughs> there's no like history here like america's I mean, way older than Canada, it's like another dude. hundred years right yeah I mean, we like i mean but we were here we've been here since the 1600s but like yeah so but I mean, I mean, you know, those 1492 and blah, 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 blah. Columbus sailed the ocean blue and whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. the what, what, I can't even remember the year, though, that we're supposed to rhyme that. <laughs> ocean, 1492. Uh, 1492, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot older. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else have you guys been watching before we get into the fly? Anything else that you've been uh, checking out? Great British baking show. <laughs> Yeah, I actually watched a Netflix movie last night with, uh, what is her name, Maya Hawk, and one of the Riverdale girls was in it called Do Revenge or something. It's like this high school movie about like revenging. The, I don't know. It's I don't know what it is about those that like particular time, like Easy A and the duff and those types of movies i always gravitate towards because if they're done well like those two i yeah. really enjoy them whereas this one it felt like it it was potentially trying to do that but then <laughs> i'm just gonna age myself again like <laughs> the the way that it's it, it just is nowadays i just cringe so much at just like what is <laughs> cool and normal now yeah. i'm just like you guys are fucking like ridiculous and you don't sound I mean, cool. <laughs> you sound stupid. And I'm an old man on my fucking rocking chair now. And I'm just like, just stop. Like, well, dude, we just had to have the FDA tell people not to cook chicken with NyQuil on it. So what it's like, the hell is that? What is going on it's here? Man. It's from I hate this timeline. Yes. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I as I saw that story and someone was tweeting about it, I'm like reason eight hundred ninety seven thousand three hundred and thirty two why I no longer want children. It's just shit like this. I'm like, and then on my stream we proceeded to watch the first five minutes of uh, Idiocracy because it's just like confirming. No, everything. it's a documentary now. Yeah. like I think everybody's yeah. kind of like, yeah, this so is a documentary, right? It is a good yeah. movie. That I don't like that it's coming true, but <laughs> it's, it's timeless. It, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> It's scary, dude. I saw that movie. Saw, it said it was a horror movie. That movie is a horror movie. It, it I, you can. It's an episode of Black Mirror now. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Oh, oh, I, I went to the mall the other day, and they have this like 
like in my mall where like Santa goes every year, there's a yeah. there's like a, a sort of thing, but for Hocus Pocus 2, it was just like a thing set up with like a photo op with some random ladies dressed up like witches, but it was to just like showcase that Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out. And I'm just like, I thought it was really cute. I love the like the whole Halloween-y setup and stuff. I I'm definitely going to watch it. That's one of the movies that I grew up with, like, adoring, and they look fantastic. I know it's going to be, like, uh, like probably super cringy because Disney Disneyifies things way too much, whereas, like, Hocus Pocus 1, like, this is just my speculation on what I, yeah. what I can imagine is going to happen. Because Hocus Pocus 1 had, like, the things from, like, residuals of the 80s and 90s still in it, and, like, you were allowed to, like, the fly do some crazy shit it's all so squeaky clean now with like disney shit it just it even like all the star wars shit is disney it's too disney now and i don't know i hope it's just fun There's no grit it's, disney takes yeah. the grit out of things and then it's just like i'll do that rainbows that, and unicorns a little that bit Home alone they did last year or a couple whatever in the last two years was i didn't watch it i heard it was really bad it was real bad and home alone is a movie that i watch like there's two movies i watch every christmas home alone and die, die hard, hard. Yeah. die hard and home alone home alone I, I watched when i had covid a couple years ago i watched all the home loans and was going through and i think we skipped one of them at some point but I, and I love those. In that one, I was just like, this is just, it just feels like soulless. It's like you could tell when these movies are just made for like profit and not to like anything else. And it's like, because there's a lot of people, I mean, Katie, we were talking about it uh, with uh, Continue last week. Josh has never seen Hellraiser. Uh, and Continue's never either. seen Hellraiser. Yeah, it's one of those. Well, and I have this. That movie, that movie is. Inhead, like right? My, yeah. As gay as it gets because the, the Clyde Barker is super gay. And it's super BDSM, and it's it's like super hardcore about things. But the first one's a generally good movie, and then like every like after the second or third sequel, it just all they were were like let's keep the name. It was nothing else. So there's a new one coming it's out. A lot and, of the franchises yeah. do that though. And it's Hellraiser is worse than any of them though. And it's uh, it's looks like people who generally care about it like did it. And you know it's the guys who did Nighthouse. And Nighthouse is fucking amazing. We talked about it here. And so it's just like you can tell when people care and are like legitimately, you know, into stuff. Like, did you watch Prey, Katie? Yes, I did watch that. Prey. Everyone in that movie was super, like, super. Dan Trachtenberg is a wicked filmmaker, though. Like, he is super talented. He is so like, I've I've gushed about him on this show several times just because I've I knew him. I knew him when he was on a web series. That's like what got me into doing this type of medium was that show, Totally Rad Show on Revision yeah. 3. But like to see everything he's done and the way he legitimately like understands the craft, he does the prep. He has that care, attention, and attention to detail. And his execution is so amazing that yeah. I-, I can't believe that he isn't just like, already like a household name but he will be yeah i mean it's a lot that those low budget like movies like that can just do so much and we i mean that movie just nailed it the only thing we talked about it, like we and i said first thing i was like okay i'm gonna complain do make my one complaint the cgi bear and animals looked really bad everything else love 100 you're good so okay let's dive in 
to what we are here to talk about, though. We are talking about The Fly from 1986. Cronenberg's the the uh, body horror master himself. Um, and... Oh, wait. That's the body horror. <laughs> okay, let me read the synopsis, and we'll get into this. A brilliant but eccentric scientist begins to transform into a giant man-fly hybrid after one of his experiments goes horribly wrong. So, Katie. Katie! You have, <laughs> this is your first Cronenberg movie. Yeah. And it is... He's known for uh, for body horror. I was telling you before like uh, the show where we were recording that like Cronenberg is so notorious of body horror that like on on uh, Rick and Morty they fucked up they mutated an entire world of uh people and they called it Cronenberg world like that's like body horror is everything like that um were you surprised that watching this like the level of like kind of gross out stuff that like he kind of achieves in this film it's impressive for 1986 like just yeah. the it kind of reminded me like the the thing I just yeah. appreciate practical effects so much I, the fingernail thing was so gross. <laughs> like, I, I think the vomiting thing was kind of funny, but also disgusting. But I, a lot of people had warned me, don't eat while you watch this movie. And I understand that now. But I for not, I have to say, like, just the, the makeup that they did and how, what they achieved in the 80s in that movie was really impressive. It was I pretty was. disgusting, though. <laughs> I was legitimately eating when I watched this. And the monkey scene came on and i was like oh oh wait what am i eating I, oh, yeah. monkeys my, my favorite story like this ever of all time is my wife made chicken alfredo one night and we put on ncis i think it was ncis or bones it was one of the students i think it was ncis and literally like in the first opening of this, the show they open up like a a tomb and like you know there's like the indoor mausoleums kind of thing because of like something was like I don't wrong with it. And like this white goo came out as I'm eating chick or eating chicken oh. alfredo. It was like the worst timing of all time. Cause it's like, okay, I'm not eating anymore. I'm I like, I think honestly, anything Alfredo too, just cause it's like, it's, I don't do Alfredo. Well, actually I just don't really do Alfredo cause I'm lactose intolerant yeah. anyways. But every time I have, I've always liked it, but it's so specific of a yeah. like palate flavor thing that I don't go to often. That if there's something else attached to that, I could just see like that's gone from my like I can't. Yeah. None was... of us are gonna eat fettuccine Alfredo the same ever again. Now no, I won't it... be able to is uh, it like detach detach it? How do we just say it? remove it? Detach it. Yeah. Why did I say disattach it? It's not a word. Our... I won't be able to detach it from <laughs> the fly. Oh my god. Uh, I have to say in my weird <laughs> I, I have buttons. I, I also <laughs> forgot about like him walking around like like towards the beginning of his transformation and it looks like there's cum all over his shirt like it's because when he started drooling everywhere and I'm like oh man you need to change your clothes there Goldblum ah but like yeah it's it this is I mean it is what Cronenberg does right like Cronenberg like had been doing body horror so this is in '86 so he'd already done a lot of his like really like notorious uh body horror thing so like what we see uh i mean going backwards why okay so he does done... love 80s been... hair like the hair oh, in this is fucking fantastic everyone's hair has... is just made of... i just gene davis has her perm 
Goldblum's got his mullet from like the most like beautiful mullet in the world. Um, he was ripped it, in this too. Dude, I was Super saying that too. I was like, he got ripped for this film, and it's like, damn, Jeff, you are. I want to like, walk on a ceiling, like, damn. <laughs> oh, what a feeling when you're. I just, I love those scenes ceiling. though. Like he, they. <laughs> They obviously just like, oh, okay, we're just gonna make this look like a roof. But I just yeah. love how he's just like, yeah. <laughs> he, he goes from he goes from looking like not Jeff Goldblum to like one of the most horrifying individuals by the end of it, and you're like, <laughs> and I've never seen the sequel. I don't. Have you seen the sequel, there, Josh? No, I've never I, seen the sequel. I don't. Honestly, like as I was watching this, I was like, wait, have I even seen this? And then there's so many parts that I was like, oh, yes. So like it had had to have been such a long time ago because there's a few things that. But then I was like, did I actually watch this whole movie or was it like in passing, like maybe on TBS or, you know, that type of thing, just kind of on in the background. And I because there's so many scenes in this movie that I do remember. But as a whole, I I don't honestly think I have watched it uh, until now. So, which it's, I'm glad. I'm glad we have this to to yeah. force people a, like KPP and I to finally watch the classic. It's it's got a lot, man. And you 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 made the exact comparison, which is why I was like, I think KPP would love the, or appreciate the film at least because of the thing. The thing is that thing we, we talk about special effects, and the the thing is like my top five favorite movies like it's totally two two or one like constantly it's either that or alien most days and the practical effects in this are just like when i depends if it's monday right yeah it depends depends but (laughs) it is cronenberg is just like he did all these crazy like you know practical effects for all these movies i mean it's the uh, scanners the scanners head explode is one of the most notorious like i use that gif all the time yeah, you're like I blew my your mind, and you go. He's got scanners. He's got what else is the like the things that I think of that I'm just like. There's so many just like crazy movies this man has done in this like from between the 80s and 90s, and you're like, this dude is so so damn talented. What's the one with uh uh with the uh Videodrome also like Videodrome is another oh, yeah. one that where it's got the where. It's like psychosexual shit where like uh what do you call him? He's got a uh a fucking giant vagina on his stomach and he's like pulling guns out of it and stuff like that. And it's just like have you seen it men? Is... I haven't no, seen No, I want to see that one though. Though it's an A24, right? Sometimes okay, I'm not going 20... to spoil it then. A24 I have a love-hate re- relationship with, so That one is just it it it's body horror for sure. Like that one is crazy, but like you know, just watch it. It's fucked. It's mental. So we we just talked about uh, a Pearl last week, which is the new A twenty four after oh. they'd done X earlier this year, which is a prequel sequel thing. I got so. Amp of the Week for that poster. Hey, fifth oh, place Amp of the Week. Yay! Yeah. I um, I was like, huh? What? Oh, hey, awesome. I have to say though, too, another thing about this film that's um really incredible and I love is it. It doesn't fuck around. It's 90 minutes and it is like you get I love that. I love yeah. movies that don't take too long to and get I to the point. I love how it fucking ends too. I'm just like I... yes. 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 
I don't I want so to. Sad. I was so like that ending is more depressed. I don't know if I was, should have oh. felt that way. I was so no. sad at that ending. It's 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 very much like uh, it's, I just felt like going like this. It was just like so yeah. metal. Weren't you sad? Because I feel like Seth was just oh, like it misunderstood. Was totally, no, it was totally sad. But person. like as like a person that loves metal and that yeah. loved like the movies that I've helped produce and written and blah blah. It's always like I've done like three or four different movies where absolutely everyone dies in it just because mm -hmm. it is so not satisfying for an audience. So when someone else kind of ends a movie on like that, I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't know. Very, like, it reminds me of the ending of American Werewolf in London because Katie, have you seen American Werewolf in London? I have not. It, it's a very, it's Where's the, the ending is, it's I know, I got to add it to the list. <laughs> it's a very similar type of feeling ending because it's the, it's that, it's the character that is basically cursed, right? They have this thing that they can't, it, you, then there's nothing they could do about it. They, they're fucked the minute this bad thing happens to them. Yeah. And there's like, you're just sitting there going, oh, and it's a curse. It, it's like, it, it's the thing where like, he's the villain, but he's also the hero. And it, like it's that thing where you're like, he's fighting this thing that he can't, because of one small mistake for like, you know, because he was drunk and a little like. That's the thing of like, was it worth it? He was drunk and sad about a potential ex-boyfriend that he's like, yes, I'll go through the machine. And yeah, but you know, it was the plan all along anyways. So like he preemptively did it. Yes, but he was going to do it regardless. And yeah. it was it, even if he waited for her to come. Jesus. But uh, if he wasn't drunk, like, if he get back, drunk, he still would have went drunk, in. Maybe the fly wouldn't have been there. Who cares? Yeah. But like it, yeah. it still was this thing. He would he got like jacked from it and wanted to go in again. He's a gymnast. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I love yeah, those types of montages. <laughs> I was just saying, like, because Footloose has so, something it similar. Was so eighties, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, why was gymnastics just like the uh, the pinnacle of strength? Like in the 80s? Yeah. Well, like if you could do uneven bars, you were just like well, peak you do physical it performance. And, like walking on this, like they, come on. I was, <laughs> I was I, jealous. I think, I mean, think about it. Think about it, like the 80s. We had like, we were still like fighting the Soviet Union, right? So you're like, you, things like the hockey against them and like, like all the Olympics and stuff against them. And it's just like, I think a lot of that stuff was like, you know, it's like America. Like, so like, that's the kind of stuff that you think goes, well, I don't know. I, I That's how maybe Canada is about hockey. Like we are, when it's like the world juniors time or yeah. we're like team Canada, and let's fucking go. That's short, that whole Shorzy show is like, you're like, just like Canada embracing uh, uh, like hockey for like the whatever, like a bunch we of old watch up dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. You can't play professional, but. And uh, NHL's like, you can't have our players. Like, but I'm from Canada. I want to play for Team K. But no, you're under contract. You're not allowed to go. Yeah. I didn't realize because the, the, the Avalanche just signed their young kid for a contract and it was like $12 million a year. And everyone's like, oh my God. I'm like, that like that's nothing in any of the other sports, but like I guess that's a lot of money in hockey. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, they're, um, and but they don't have NFL money. No, no, not at all, not at yeah. all. Um, so I, 
it's that whole thing. What I what I really appreciate, and I had forgotten this part of the movie, is that like that he is incredibly smart, but he also knows his own limits at the beginning of the film where he's like, yeah, I just get smarter people than me to build parts together. And he's just got like his, his real superpower at the beginning is, is like vision. He's got vision and an idea and he knows that like and a rock hard bod. Dude, he's ripped, man. And that cool. It's funny, man. Cause Goldblum has turned into like. An internet See, Psycho Goreman or- is actually looking at a picture of Jeff Goldblum right now. My hunky boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, even like, like the internet like drools over Goldblum whenever he does anything now, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, He's like a walking, talking meme these days where he's like, because he, he talks like slow and he does everything Goldblum does. And, but like, he was still Goldblum back then, and, but he was just ripped and just like, just doing his own thing. And Gina Davis is like in her prime. Like this is before a league of their own and like, like all this Wait, stuff. I looked up their ages because I always get curious. I'm always yeah. like, how old were people when they filmed this? He, Jeff Goldblum was 34 and Gina Davis was 30. Yeah. And so I don't I don't know why that's important, but I always think it's interesting to be like, what part in their lives did they make this? Well, I mean, Goldblum is like, I mean, it's still pretty relevant. I mean, Gina Davis doesn't appear in much stuff like I've seen anymore, but like like she did a lot in the 90s. I mean, you go think of a long kiss tonight, good night. Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. And that was the Are, 80s. But like, do we know anything act like legitimately? The amount of times I've seen really well done, like fake Beetlejuice 2 posters like I really that's like that is something that I want to see happen I loved Beetlejuice coming up and I would love to see it done well but is it mm-hmm. like do we know anything is if it's done well Tim Burton can't be involved because that motherfucker turned into a hack years ago but yeah. hey I think it's I'm wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas t-shirt <laughs> that was that was not he was not even the director of that movie anyway <laughs> when, when, when you can tell joe uh uh, uh his Tim aesthetic Burton. he he understands art direction like nobody else he's got an aesthetic touch stamp to a movie that will like make it part of his universe but has he made a great film since like what i don't i don't i don't remember I think he's making movies that like i don't want to watch like alice in wonderland and charlie and the chocolate factory i don't I don't want that. And I don't want Tim Burton's stamp mm-hmm. on that. Like I want Beetlejuice or kind of like the old school things yeah. that he used yeah. to make. Like this, like Edward Scissorhands, the older, like the oh. unique stories versus in the remake. Edward Scissorhands is so good. Mm-hmm. I like Every- Sweeney Todd. His, his version I, oh, of Sweeney wait. Todd was great. That was really, was really well done. One. That was, I, so my favorite two musicals are Sweeney Todd and, uh, and, uh, Repo, the genet- genetic opera, because they're both horror movies. He didn't do like... Repo, did he? No, 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 no just... But... Oh, just... you like that? Sorry, my brain yeah, broke. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I really like Repo, the genetic opera too. So did I was you ever like... see Perfume? I felt like that was really Sweeney Todd esque, where they're using. Uh, it wasn't no. a musical, but it was like just the the premise of like using humans for other things. It was yeah. it sounds weirdly familiar, but I think there was just. Where did it come that... out? Do you know? Two thousand six. Yeah, it was a while ago, but I I remember like being like, this is like the Sweeney Todd of perfume. <laughs> it reminded me of that that other the the Jude Law movie with uh, Forrest Whitaker, where it was like they were repoing organs. But 
Oh, that... uh, artificial intelligence? No, no, it was called like it was called Repo some... Men. Repo Men. Repo Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that always it felt had... like a rip off of the opera, though. It it had the, a music. lot of the same premises. It was just like less campy, like with the how over the top everything was, you know. But man, I after watching, I, it, what's even better after you've watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's like Giles is the one the oh, repo guy God. singing everything the whole. I love, movie. I love, yeah, he's so oh. good in that. Sarah Michelle yeah. Gellar was just in that Netflix movie I watched last night, and it's cool to see her kind of like in stuff again because she kind of went away for a bit, and I think her and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. That's they're married, right? They were just mm -hmm. doing like a cooking show or cooking book together and stuff for a while, and I they're too good looking not to be in front of a camera. Like both of them just I, have to be. Come on, they're they're still way too good looking. I. I see people talk about she's uh not, she, not she's all that uh, uh uh I know what you did last summer and Sarah Michelle Gillers character is still one of the dumbest people of all time yes. in that film because she's like gets away from the killer and then decides to turn around and stay in the alley and just get herself murder killed and is just like one of the most infuriating scenes of all horror you're like just go find one thing you got like I I love that you're wearing a scream shirt though like because like. Slasher movies in the early 2000s were what I like that was like at such an influential age for me, like yeah. uh, coming up. And then like it, Scream was just like it changed the game for everything and for everyone mm -hmm. after the fact. And then we had the like the 2000 slashers like I Know What You Did Last Summer and uh, Sorority wrote whatever. And yeah, like yeah. Urban Legends. They're all like kind of almost the exact same. It was like the the hot people slasher movies that were not good, but it was very influential on my love Urban for Legends. slashers anyway. Urban Legends falls apart at the very end, like with the reveal and everything like that is where that movie, I, I it's really generally pretty entertaining up until then. And you're like, really? But it has good That's kills and it like yeah. fun ones with like the yeah. pop rocks and stuff. And and, yeah, well, obviously the Drano is going to do the trick, but. It's got to be pop rock because it's the urban uh, legend. So I, uh, I the the thing about this film about the fly that I I think is is bonkers, and I've kind of forgotten a bunch of it. The how like how wait, much Goldblum just complete. <laughs> it's, I literally it, thought I'm like, oh, he's got a fly in his room. Like <laughs> it worked. There. It's been working. I had a, so every I time he says the fly, I go. I had a fly, and when I was streaming yesterday, like hitting me in the face and shit. I was like, "It knew you uh, watched the movie." I hadn't even watched it yet. I watched it this it morning. Knew. It knew. No, it was, was reminding like, you to watch the movie. Don't forget. I, mean, I, had always, I had been planning on it all along because we were here. Um, I see. But, it doesn't how, seem to be working today. <laughs> what's not working? It... So. I'll explain. So when you're the only one on screen, if I say anything, it doesn't get recorded on the video. No, it does. It does. Uh, oh, does it? Okay. I thought it didn't. That's why I no, shut up all the, the time. Because I was the, like, oh no, the first time I had this set up, I, I forgot that when I set up another scene, if the other scene like URLs aren't on that behind it, then that audio isn't going to come through on that scene. So I fixed oh, yeah. it. Okay. So it's a seamless thing. So like it can actually be like an, a literal L or J cut. So if like I'm on your face, if I'm coming okay. on your face and then <laughs> <laughs> you That's can still hear. Podcast, Josh. 
I, it's not this podcast. I, I don't know. You are on OnlyFans now, I thought, right? So I am, but that's besides the point. I mean, that's like it's time as to bag Rod I, now. I told, I told, uh, I told, uh, Katie, or I told you too, Josh, how my little sister found my tweet about it and it was giving me shit, and I'm like, oh my goodness, yo, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know what? If I'm feeling positive as a 39 year old and I'm like doing shit like that, whatever, man, it, it it makes me feel good. I'm cool with it. I gotta find something and send it to you. I, I, just, or make something and send it to you. And there has to be this. Uh, it, yeah. I, I have so many questions. I, I mean, it's not just you. It's not just you. Um, no, but, but just like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be a thing. Because okay. I, so people are already requesting it. It's gotta come. Ah, I get, not. <laughs> it's not i'm not doing this on purpose seriously i don't know what the hell is going on today <laughs> i dude i know what's going on it's called you have uh uh super adhd again josh that's what's happening i think it's yeah, sunday happening. i don't know this yeah. is a weird day i know yeah. thank you for doing this on a sunday no, it works. I mean, we had to, like, any day like, is a good day for murder moose, to be honest. But like, yeah. it, I just don't even know. Yeah, we just have to schedule it far enough out, out in advance. No, because we um, do. I don't even. We don't have a normal day anymore. I don't think. No, They're, not really. It, yeah, it used to be Wednesdays for the longest time. Then it was Tuesdays. Then it Mondays for a while. Sunday just hey. I, yeah, honestly, I think it it works almost easier on a weekend if we can all watch the movie in time. Because then it's yeah. just like a ramp up to it instead of it being like, uh, yeah. Like, and then like sitting down and being like, wait, what happened in it? <laughs> well, I, I always, well, my, my that happens anyways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my preference is always like the late, the earliest I want to watch is the day before we record because it gives me like that fresh, like it was watching this morning and it was like, there's, it's, I said earlier, but this movie's super tight. Like it's 90 minutes and it gets going and it doesn't waste anytime like which is the pacing of this movie is amazing because it I goes love where it starts too yeah because it's like these are already characters that have a you know they exist and they were yep. they're busy they're in the middle of something and you meet them meeting for the first time instead of it being like the stupid oh showing jeff getting ready to go to the party or like stuff that doesn't it cuts all the bullshit and starts right in the middle of like they meet and they're talking now and we yep. You know, you get caught up as the conversation goes, and it's like not a lot of like exposition. It's just straight. I I loved it. I yeah. more movies should start like that. It's their it's their like they're driving the, the 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 characters who drive everything and like who's like their relationship is the driving force behind everything in this film, and it's because she pushes him to kind of like helps him like as he's troubleshooting like when when she meets him he hasn't been able to uh teleport any living matter in his in in his uh his chambers uh he like he, he you show him pretty one where the fuck is this dude just getting baboons he's like oh okay i was gonna say like what what yeah. possessed him to be like let's start with monkeys yeah. why wouldn't they like work up like why didn't the raw meat why wasn't that the first choice but also bug? Like when he explodes the first one and then 
all of a sudden there's a second. I was like, wait, how many fucking monkeys does this guy just have? Also, like, that's not an easy thing to acquire. It's a monkey. And they're the scary yeah. ones, too. Like, that yeah. one. He's also like, sorry, I killed your brother or whatever, too, to the other one, where it's like you just have that. He's like hugging that one. Like he gets he teleports it and then he's like hugging it. He's like, (laughs) but I also like I couldn't tell how much time had passed in the beginning of this, but I think it was only like a day, right? A day or two. He's just like, oh, yeah, we'll just clean that up. And uh, now you're going in. I'm like, also just kind of like they (laughs) this is just a personal thing, but like. They killed this other monkey, right? And they cleaned it up or whatever. And then she's like, you're kind of cute. And they just start boning. Like, like the nothing and, traumatic just happened and in also, the pod. Like, the the steak. Well, she makes a, a comment about the steak. But, like, he's like, wait a second. I have an idea. Here, try this steak. And she's like, wait. Like, a monkey just, like, exploded. Died in it. Yeah. Yeah, like, two seconds ago in no, the movie. that was... No, in the movie, the movie they that was the night before. Then they boned, and then they like that was their like their next morning like breakfast. I didn't bed know kind of flies had that much sex drive. Like, yeah, he's just a I horny was, fly. Honestly, yeah. I was like, I feel like I don't know enough about flies. To Do they understand. just fuck all the time? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. I guess. <laughs> How much do flies fuck? Is a is a wait? What Google that? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Okay. How much you find? And then put in, uh, wait, what's continues URL again? We'll just start Googling <laughs> things. Hersexstore.com, her that leads to her website, or I don't know, sex, whatever. Uh, someone, someone in continues uh, community bought her a really goofy URL, which is hysterical, and it leads to her, her website. But yeah. Um. Things not to <laughs> Google at work. Yeah. yeah, don't Google this at work. I think, I think flies do enjoy. I'm getting at learning how they do it by accident. Um, <laughs> we're an educational podcast, Katie. Yeah, wait. I guess apparently that for male flies, pleasure comes with ejaculation. So I guess they really do like getting yeah. it on. So well, it seems like a a legitimate storyline plot line well, that he, he's like he's fucking her and he's like it seems like he hasn't finished or whatever or like because she's like oh you must not have any like fluids in your body which means they've been going for a long time and it seems like he's had it's like when you drink here you go the more you know the more you know know. i did it i I googled it so you didn't have to (laughs) i mean my my google history is already fucked up enough i i i remember like i knew something was going to be a google uh i shouldn't have googled one day and and then it was worse than I thought it was going to be. I'm like, no, oh, that's why you never Google that. And I'm like, uh, do I even want to was... ask? If so, it's from Rod. So one day I was watching Zeke stream, and he was playing this old uh, Sega CD game, and it was like this bear oh. attacked a guy. And so I thought it'd be funny. Was we everyone was making jokes about bear cum. And so I was like, how sticky is bear cum? I Googled it. And then I realized after I had uttered what else a bear is. A bear is a hairy gay man, Katie, if you don't know that. I, so, I knew that. I, yeah. I knew that. I just yeah, can imagine well, I, I, what oh, you yeah. discovered. I, oh, no. I, I, he just I, did I this saw... and this. And Google went and, like this. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and then I told everyone never to Google that. And then I think I got time out of these chats. 
<laughs> so yeah, that was that was my adventure that day, and it just reminded me of your your googling, Katie. Um, well, but... I'm probably on a list now. So it's okay. <laughs> this this woman's a fly pervert. What's wrong with her? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, that girl at the bar, though. She was just willing to go with him after he, like, broke the guy. Boom! Oh, like, that's hot. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. she's like, wow, let's go hang out more and get drunk before going back to your place. And I'm she like, yes! I know. Surprise! Like, so she, like, they're like, oh. And I'm like, and you're rooting for the fat dude? Like, you're, like, all about... Well, well so multiple things that scene are fucked up, right? Jeff Goldblum shows up with like pant, dress pants on and a leather jacket with his nipples and just chocolate out. bars. Yeah. Also, didn't it, something was going on with yeah. his face oh, at yeah. that he point was, too. It was after he had gone through and he was starting to like. He get, had like, Pablo's problem. Face. Some people say I eat too many chocolate bars and that I don't wash my face. That was uh <laughs> Have you seen that? There was a band. <laughs> Pablo's pro problem. Just Google that. It was like a commercial back in the day for. I don't even remember what it could have been like a local thing, to be honest, because there's a band in Edmonton that made a song there. Uh, we played with them a, a few times, the Johnsons, and they made a song called Pablo's Problem from this commercial. about this guy talking about eating too many chocolate bars because he had bad acne. I think it was honestly for proactive, the proactive oh, okay. commercial Pablo's Problem. So well, he had Pablo's Problem. He had too many chocolate bars and he had acne on his face. That that the mm -hmm. girl seemed like she was kind of a a party animal, like she was just there to get, you know, you know, party and you know. Also, after he did pick her, that arm scene gave me anxiety because I knew it was coming, but I hadn't seen it in a while. I'm like, I don't want to watch this guy's arm break. I Wait, hate. What is that breaking. movie with? I do too. I have like yeah. horror stories from growing up in yeah. school with that. But what was that movie with like Arnold or Stallone where it's just uh, like armless? Yeah, over the top. And there's so many scenes like that in that movie. I'm just like, no, fuck never, this movie. I've never seen it, but uh, yeah. They, they just I, keep I know breaking each other's arms. I'm like, what the fuck? I, this is like my nightmare in a movie. Didn't they? <laughs> I like how that doesn't really bother me, but like, you know, the fingernail thing was absolutely disgusting. One of the things that will, will make me cringe in a movie is like, if it's like, you know, a, a spy movie or a torture movie where they put, things under your fingernails oh, oh that's it, awful yeah it gives me so it, <laughs> look at all of us i can't it's weird man do you ever wonder like you ever have memories of things that you go and this is i'm not bringing up specifics but there's like things that creep you out or things that maybe rev you up a little bit in other ways you go back to wondering why or thinking about it and if there's if it's all natural or there's just things in your brain or in your childhood that you just left their fucking marks and you don't know why the, those things affect you now. Why that did they you do. say all natural? I don't understand th that word in the context of what you're saying. I don't, I, don't, I don't even remember saying it to be completely honest, but uh, what <laughs> I, I, I don't Rod know. Rod blacked you're, out when he asked I the question. <laughs> I don't know what you're asking. It doesn't make any sense right now. So what I'm saying is, I, as the things that creep us out, okay, but like, or like, turn us on, like the like what, uh, you ever think about like what links back to things in your childhood because oh. they say a lot of things like that, like 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 are centered around things from your childhood. So I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, 
like how I'm afraid that... of like sharks now because I yeah. watched Jaws way okay. too yeah, yeah, the the influential years of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's why you always joke of like when weird shit happens to kids, like they're gonna have some weird fucking fetish when they're like, you know, twenty-three because of this shit. But like it's I just I wonder like what things affected us. Uh, or me like when my, this uh, like example that like you go oh, okay that's i don't know why that fucks with me the way it does but it does and it's it's i have weird things in my own head that I go back to oh okay that makes more sense now but yeah um okay <laughs> i'm just okay i'm, I'm just going to stop talking now I'm i don't know what you're trying to get at there's no like what was the, what was the like asterisk at the or what was the like what was particularly like why why the point? why does the the, the 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 fingernail thing or why does okay. why do these things affect us now yeah the way that they do is what my point was well like yeah because oh, like okay. for you guys like the arm breaking thing is like ah oh, and for me i'm like oh that was cool effect and then like yeah but i get in, super in, grossed out junior high we in gym class we were paired off in threes in wrestling and we got told to take the inside arm so you can pin the guy I was the referee in threes. The guy took the wrong arm, so the other guy had leverage on the back arm, and his arm busted right in front of my eyes, and I heard it and saw it wrap around his own arm because it didn't clean break. It broke here and did that. So he went into shock. I almost went into shock. I was just like, no! Like... And then they sent the track star to the office to call an ambulance and they put a blanket over his head so he wouldn't look at it and go into more shock. I was the referee. It was right there. I've never heard or seen anything more yeah. like See, that makes sense. Intense. Like that, so yeah, like so- it takes me back to a very traumatic moment in my life where mm-hmm. I seen it for real. So like when we watch the sadness and they like, angled that scene on the stairs where they break that guy's arm it was the same angle i saw a real arm get broken and the sound effects were so loud in the mix i was just like of all the gross like that movie's so over the top with like grossness that affected me more than anything else in the movie because i was just like no (laughs) like no not again (laughs) i can't man i but am i the only one who still wanted to try that steak like that she says (laughs) i don't like steak yeah, I'm a vegetarian, so I was good. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is why I don't eat meat. This no. is why I don't eat meat? Because <laughs> it might be pod meat. I was laughing so hard at, the, at people in your chat the other day. Like, do you eat chicken? And you're like, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> like, which is, I thought chicken might count. And I'm like, nope, it's still meat. It's I know some very much vegetarians meat. that... Well, then I guess they would consider that those pest or what is it called? Pescatarian. Pescatarian. Fish instead, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I know a lot of vegetarians that will just turn into pescatarian or have rather. But yeah. I did yeah. mostly vegetarian for a while and would occasionally eat chicken, but I never was like, I'm a veg. I think I wasn't running around going, I'm a vegetarian or anything like that. I was, I was just like, I don't eat much meat, but yeah. So I'm a yeah. meatitarian. So. You eat meat and meat and more meat. If I could, I don't know. <laughs> Some people if, love meat, like if just, I love I, barbecue. Yeah, like Texas. I've never been to Texas. I only want to go to Texas just to eat a bunch of different meat. 
That's I, the I, only I, reason I want to go. I'm telling you now, you don't want to go there regardless because of the, the people running Texas are evil assholes. So, yeah, you don't want to go there. But nope. the barbecue, it looks I don't so care. good. I don't on, care. You could get that barbecue video. other places. You get you get other places. I know. You get other places. Where? Where? Louisiana? Other places. Listen, I, not everybody in Texas is an asshole, though, you know? Just the, just the people running the state. Just the people running it. But, like, like, there's probably local businesses that could use a little love, I'm thinking, run by not assholes. And, like, buy things and pay taxes there and shit like that. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. What if it's, like, Canada? <laughs> does Kentucky have barbecue? I think a lot of, I mean, most places here have barbecue. Like, I went and got barbecue on my birthday. So, I mean, in, that's in Colorado. I know, so. but Texas is like iconic BBQ, yeah. you know? Wait, how was your birthday, Rod? What did you get up to? I, we went and hung out and we went and got barbecue. And then we went and got, uh, we went to a bar and had, uh, that had like Nintendo 64s at every table. So the wife and I were like playing Mario Kart that's so and like awesome. Mario Karting cool. up. And getting hamburgers and shit. It was good times. Good times. So hamburger. Um, <laughs> Let me say one more to you, Rod. Hamburger. <laughs> I uh I think like during the second half of the this film, when uh after he's uh Brindle. Well also, what like uh like an iconic name, like Seth Brundle is such a like it sounds like a fly and like it is like uh <laughs> It just sounds like I don't know. It just goes along with the character and what happens yeah. to this dude. Is goddamn fuck you, Josh. <laughs> I know I say silly shit and it happens. Well, no, every time. So- I don't think you've noticed. KPP has noticed every time you yeah. say fly. I go. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at the camera when I'm talking a lot of the time. So like, and I love that you here. look at the camera. Goddamn it, Josh. I can- um, I'm just having fun. I'm not even doing anything to him this time, and he still hates me. I don't hate you. I'm just saying, God damn it, Josh. God damn it, Josh. <laughs> but I think the, the second moose? The thing the, That's a moose! It's, it's she not said really it. moose. It's a moose! It's, it's not really moose. It's he a moose. It's a moose. Fuck you, Rod. It's a what fucking really, moose. Josh? What is it really? It's isn't a moose! It like a it's like no, a walrus, it's a isn't it? It's our yeah. moose. It's the it's the mating call of the Canadian used, moose. Is it not a moose? Because <laughs> I used to go to Moosehead Lake in Maine every summer for camping, and I've heard a lot of moose make sounds. Is Did that... it sound like this? <laughs> I mean, I have to say it could be a multitude of animals, but it's similar to what a what a moose sounds like. Did it sound like Did this? You... No, this sound like that. Yeah, that's exactly what a moose sounds like. <laughs> Did you see the video that was going around a couple, like probably a month and a half, two months ago, of a moose chasing a bear? And like, no, the I bear have not seen it. I only saw people cooking chicken and Nyquil, and then I quit the internet for a week. So this is before that, but it was that's like a, a bear call. running away because a moose was chasing it. Like that's how horrifying moose are. That They're like, huge. Like, fuck this. But does like does. The, like the the public service announcement not understand that when you do something like that like show oh don't do this you're essentially just telling people look what you can try instead it's like when the tide pods were a thing it's just like uh, then there's a random person going hmm i never thought about it before but it could i i wonder what they kind of taste like maybe i don't know 
And now people, it's like, oh, blue chicken. That could be interesting. Like, I lay awake, I literally lay awake when I can't sleep at night thinking about why people ate Tide Pods. Like, I, I don't, I can't logically understand why any, there's no logical reason someone would sit down and go, I'm going to eat some laundry detergent today. I, I think the issue with those was it was the kids. They thought they were like candies or something. But after it became like very, a thing, then yeah. there was adults that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the aftermath of like it going viral was people were like, hmm. <laughs> in the, yeah. This in sounds the worst like a way. good idea. Like it's just such a... <laughs> Idiocracy. I think, I, I think <laughs> it's idiocracy. population control. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I sometimes say something out loud, and this is, it sounds kind of, clear, it, hard, like, it sounds kind of harsh, but I go, when you protect the dumbest members of your society, and, uh, like, it, it sucks to say out loud, they're, and they keep, you know, reproducing because they're protecting, protected by society, you go, you're like you're killing off darwinism like you're literally going you're protecting these people who would take themselves out of the gene pool and allowing them to corrupt the gene pool and make the gene pool worse you know what i mean it's you're literally lowering the the quality of your gene pool by like it, making them wear uh seat belts or telling them to not eat that also, they might not wear seatbelts, though. Like, they might try a Tide Pod and then say, hey, I want a Tide Pod bowl for dinner. You know? Like, I mean, what's stopping them? Maybe it's the fly know. in the bowl. Maybe. True. They've seen Maybe. the fly. That's enough, but that's all they need. To... Right? No, no, they're just Maybe. like, oh, I got my Tide bowl. Oh, there's a fly. Oh, and then they just throw it out. Uh, dude, <laughs> I think that the, uh, the like... Oh, <laughs> It, the eating and the second half of this movie it, the, and it spills over to his apartment is really, really gross. And it, it starts with his coffee that he puts like eight pounds of sugar in and then goes from there. Um, this movie but just it's made like, me want chocolate bars. Like, I, he eats a lot. Really? I, I this, this movie made you hungry? <laughs> no, I love like O. Henry with Reese's peanut butter. I was out. That's like my go-to little snack. I'll buy the like little bite bag of it. I don't know if you, I don't even think you have O. Henry's in the state. I haven't had an O. Henry. I haven't seen them here. Okay, so they yeah. have to be a Canadian, a Canadian treat. Yeah, know. they're really really good. I just feel yeah. like you. If if I wanted candy, it was quickly uh, <laughs> that craving was quickly squashed when he vomited all over that man's hand and melted it. <laughs> no way! <laughs> that, I love that. I see it, it differently time, though. It was time lapse, like it reminded me of like the end of Indiana Jones, right? Where yeah. the, the the Ark of the Covenant like face. melts the Nazi's face. It was like the same kind of like time lapse where it was like the hand going away. And you're like, man, that's gnarly. And I, I have to wonder how badly that dude was like if he I don't know, like if the acid like yeah, but he was such a creep out. though. Like if any character deserved to be acid handed. And uh, like acid foot, <laughs> he got trench foot like crazy. But, like I don't know. He seemed, but he was the like the hero of the film almost because he saves he saves uh, Veronica. Uh, I a little too late. It, yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a redemption arc or if it was just the only option because he was like a creep in yeah. the beginning. 
he would, oh, he was the entire time. Every time he had a chance to say anything kind of normal, it went to full creep and full yeah. sexual predator the entire time. Every word out of his mouth, I was just like, <laughs> like, get well, away whole, from Where she's everyone. like, give me the key back. And he's like, I'm going to keep this. It's like, uh, I know. That's just like, <laughs> she should get her locks changed immediately. She should move hey. out of the city. <laughs> she should find, she should start a new life somewhere else. I was saying he reminded me of like Hans Gruber, like how he was dressed up in that movie. Uh, like, and he had that kind of beard like uh, 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 Alan Rickman had in Die Hard, but like, and he's just like the whole time you're every time he's on scene, you're like, oh, this guy is just he's just cringy. And and yet he he he, do, he does the thing where that like that is ballsy is that is like when when the fly takes her at the end of the movie when she's about to have her abortion and he goes after her. Yeah, like, this is a lighthearted movie, by the way. Super lighthearted. <laughs> Nothing is about this. It's film a heartwarming is tale. Yeah, it's just. It's an easy watch. <laughs> what is this movie rated? Is it R? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very okay. Hard okay. R. I, I I can't remember R. when I've been educated on when this R became a MPA rating. R when the pirates the took 60s, over. I think at the end of the sixties, that the R rated stuff came out because I think of like maybe in the early sixties, I guess like. Like things like Rosemary's Baby. I think Rosemary's Baby came out in like '63, and I think that was rated R. But I'm not hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but no, this movie. I mean, this was this was at the tail end of the like video nasty stuff, like where stuff started getting censored real heavy in the '80s because of like all that. You know, we watched a movie called Censor like last year about a Love a British woman in the mid '80s who was like her whole job was like censoring things mm -hmm. and. Uh, Really cool movie. Really weird, but like no, it was super uh, well done. Like yeah, yeah. Um, and this to be fair, this movie doesn't like it. It grosses out, but it doesn't like it's not a constant gross out. You get like the arm breaking and the the some of the stuff. Like it gets getting way more hardcore in the second half with the 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 fly stuff. But even then, it's it's more like just like. I don't think it's stuff that like would ever get it banned or anything like that. It's mostly like the like slow buildup of human fly things, right? If hostile love... is not banned, then yeah. this is not going to get banned. I just love like <laughs> the 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 definite like uh thing like I don't know. You don't see those full prosthetic things where people are walking and it's a full prosthetic and like the whole like everything for the fly would like reminded me of just one of the monsters from the thing because you no one really does that amount of like you know practical yeah. I, when she pulls his jaw off at the the last scene and it's just like and then it's just it turns completely the thing where like the the skin is melting off and pulling off and the fly creature is coming out and it's just like yeah it is that seems like it's all super impressive it's like that's why the 80s are just what they are and why they're such an iconic era for horror because you're sitting there going you have this just complete transformation that with nothing but just practical effects and you just do this really really cool thing and it's like when horror nowadays does that and doesn't use cg it's just so much more pure and it feels like what horror is supposed to be you know
bring back the 80s. Oh, now, now I'm thinking of talking about practical effects. I don't know if you guys saw it. So that Smile movie's coming out, right? Yeah, wait. And Are we doing that on have, the show? Yeah, I'm down. They, they uh, as an advertising thing, they sent people to, to baseball games this weekend, and they were, like, sitting behind home plate just going, it's like the, the as the advertisements for the movie, it like it reminded me of Becca, Katie, uh, you probably watched it, Fringe, where yeah. they had like the travel the bald head guys and they sent them to baseball games and like stuff and they were like or American Idol and they were just like sitting in the crowds like to advertise things. It was That's so uh, awesome. It was, yeah, it was a pretty cool if you go look for it on Twitter, like like tw- smile like uh I love uh, it. Advertising or whatever. It was yeah, it looked it was pretty dope. Anytime um, like because I, well, you, as you know, follow the Creepy Duck designs, like, love all of his work and stuff. But he had, like, two alternate posters get picked up by the movie and are being, like, yeah. handed out as, like, limited edition prints if you go and see it at certain theaters in the States. And stuff. Yeah. So anytime he has something, like, to do with a movie and stuff, I tend to want to check it out even more because he hasn't let I, me... He, that's why we watched the sadness was because yeah. like, he did the actual original poster for that movie and yeah, yeah. I uh, uh it, they said it's rated R and hardcore so I was like cool I'm down I'm down it um, looks awesome to me so, so Katie what were your like what were like what was your overall like uh, feelings of this movie because it, it sounds like you did generally like it. It, it like it like it got you a couple times but uh were you like happy that you sat down and watched this yeah I really quick. Uh, R became a rating in 1968 just because I looked it up. Um, but I think I like the movie. I I didn't expect to feel like really sad at the end because it's they did a good job of making Seth kind of someone likable. And then yeah. you you work through this and you're like, man, it's not really his fault. Like he's just got fly body now. <laughs> so yeah. that ending like really hits you. And I thought the characters were great. There weren't like overwhelming number of characters to keep track of i just really did feel like the movie was effective and now i kind of want to see what other movies cronenberg has done to see if i like those similarly but yeah i i feel like this was a decent horror movie from the 80s like they did a great job making something effective it's 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 one of those films that i always even i hadn't seen it in years like years but like it, it left such a fucking impression on me for the practical effects in it. And it was just, and Goldblum, Goldblum's fucking awesome. And Gene that Dave, pod is so cool too. Yeah. It, Brundlefly. It a... I have like, I just have such sadness for Brundlefly. Like just that ending. And like, I think the movie ended and I literally, my mouth just dropped because I was like, they just blew his head off. <laughs> just like, here's the credits. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm just I'm like, so ah. s- I, I don't know. I'm really weird when it comes to movies that end especially like that but it's like super impactful yeah and like to end on the high impact point instead of it letting it ends and starts like right when it should i think yeah. like it it starts on like something's already happening it ends and doesn't let you like see i don't know like you get to it doesn't resolve like all yeah yeah like it doesn't you, like she was pregnant with his larva exactly. i don't know <laughs> So it didn't well, do the thing where it's like six know. months, yeah, nine yeah. months later, and it's she's like staring out a balcony, like about to give birth or something like that. It's I actually needed. like not knowing, yeah, because yeah. yeah. then it just kind of takes away impact. There was a movie I watched 
oh my gosh it was a mike flanagan film and it was decent um hold on it was on netflix hold on it's it's not hush i did like hush he did another one that was based on a stephen king book then that was uh uh, gerald's game gerald's game i really liked it the ending ruined it for me yeah i thought the the ending was awful that he, it goes on a little bit too long. Like the whole explaining that the dude was a really a serial killer and shit like that. That's it's funny. Took it away from me for it, me, and I, I felt like that made it less impactful. So like, why I like this right. film is because it's like I'm not getting all this like exposition that's not necessary for my brain to enjoy what happened. I guess that's Hollywood. So this ending. Mm-hmm. I, I had to wonder, and as you were talking about it, I was wondering if it was all if it was all Cronenberg or if like the studio wanted him to leave it like that, so that if it did well, they did make a sequel, um, with, with the the kid. Yeah, I was um, assuming it. Yeah, my brain's yeah. like, I saw the fly too. I was like, it's got to be something to do yeah. with the baby. So I wonder if there was a thing, but like we did. Uh, what was that? What was the movie we did? His kid did. Uh, Josh, where they like were like assassins going into people's minds and taking over what the fuck was that called uh uh where uh with tilda swinton was in it and he, it was really dope i can't think of the name of the jennifer movie. lopez in it no it wasn't it was like it was a sci-fi movie where his like this assassin would basically go into you would go into someone's mind and like drive the thing and like commit uh, assassinations and stuff and it got really fucked up towards the end but like I, I can't even think of the name of it because that movie did the same thing where it was like possible started... worlds no it says a man lives it. in a parallel world falling in love with the same woman while the police hunt down a serial killer who steals brains no is that just another movie she's in that's like eerily similar <laughs> or oh, has it was to do possessor. with you? possessor josh Right. That was Cronenberg's kid. And yeah, it, it's Possessor the same was, kind of... Like, the, the thing that made Possessor so good is it it's aesthetic choices in, like, yeah. stripping things down and then adding, like, flair. Like, it, it, was, it was artistic. It was, like, a yeah. weird movie, and it was all to do with pacing and, like, its art direction and stuff was it's what a... made that package such a cool experience it did a lot that we were talking about though like where it was like it wasn't giving you a bunch of crap beforehand it was like it, it was starting and it was like this established world and these characters are doing these things and it didn't have to explain everything and just kind of let love, you figure some things out by itself. i love how like cronenberg's son does something i i still feel was 10 times better than his father's latest movie but like the you see the like difference in like obviously budgets and stuff like where possessor the bed thing that they were sitting in looked like an they took an old like record player from the 80s and then added just the tiniest bit to it and made it into this bed but aesthetically it looked like a high-end retro thing that could potentially do that whereas like uh in crimes of the farts crimes of the future uh no it's crimes of farts uh (laughs) that chair thing and everything was like a little too over the top and like i don't know it it didn't it wasn't as cool or i don't know yeah crimes of the future is a weird film i liked it a lot but josh did not but yeah um a- so the the ending of the five the, the thing that i think is really cool though is like it 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 has like when when 
she's at the abortion clinic and the fly takes her. There's only like 10 minutes left of the film. So, you know, there's like credits and stuff. So it's like that conclusion is wrapped up in that scene and they do everything real quick. They don't ever like waste any time. Like none of this movie wastes time. Like none of it feels like they just added shit to like, you know, add runtime to the film. I will say there were a couple sequences of walking down hallways that felt a little bit painfully long, but yeah. they were not super frequent. Well, I think the big thing with that, that, that scene that I, that sticks out when you say that is the, after they get into that argument, because she won't go into the pod yeah. and he's like, like jump running down the hallway. Just and the only thing he does is like smack the light. It's like, you why smack that? The flies in the way. There's <laughs> <laughs> an Easter egg. <laughs> he got it. You know, yeah. you know it, the, the, all, the ending scene of this, where you guys are talking about where she, she shoots him. When he crawls out of that fucking pod all fucked up, you just feel so, like you're like, you don't know what he melted with because it, it's like, it seemed like he started melting with merging with like the glass. And I think the, it's, yeah, the... it said pod, like yeah. Brundle fly pod became yeah. like a thing. Yeah. Well, it's like metal was coming out of him, like in like just completely, he was a mess before going in there at the end. Right. And why but... kept going through, like, what did he? What was he trying to accomplish? It's like, I he just want to go faster be more human. over there. Be more human again, right? So. Dude, it was unfair I'll, of him to be like, you, me, let's become yeah. one. Th like all three of us, let's become a, a like that wouldn't have worked. I don't think. No, but well, that was, he was desperate. Like, I think that the whole thing is like, he's desperation. Also, I have to say. So did you guys notice when he was like going into his cabin, it looked like one of his balls was just sitting in the, like, they looked like there was a testicle just sitting in there because he had hit, he was talking about it with Gina Davis. He's like, Oh, this is the Grundle museum. Right. He's like, he's like where all his teeth were. And there's just a thing that looked like a ball sitting in the fucking thing. And he was running around without anything hanging there. So you're like, ah, I assume flies have, flies have, they don't have external testicles like we do. So it's like, uh, so his ball just fell off his balls just fell off and he kept one of them in his, his medicine cabinet it Wouldn't was you? the i mean no no he's keeping his teeth he might as well keep a ball i mean yeah man what kind of acid are you dropping that you can like burn through everything that quickly man that's what really. i was thinking it was the same that and him having more than one monkey were the same things it's like wait a second like those are the two like yeah no that's ridiculous it's like, like xenomorph no blood yeah you know like there's no way like, like it got on your lip is that not burning your like face now like is it fly because he's part fly that his yeah, yeah what his... fly has like oh get off of me you're burning like what just get out of here I, i'm wondering towards the end of that film how many hours a day Goldblum had to sit in a chair, you know, like to do all that makeup or, or if it was more like, cause there's a lot of wake makeup and he's wearing a suit and he's like, his hands are all in things, everything like that. And it's just and like, man, like I, that I face love, he makes a lot. I just love those scenes. Cause he's just like yeah. over here. Director. It's just gold. It's like him doing Goldblum face. It's still like, <laughs> I think one of my favorite things ever is just all the Goldblum memes from uh, Jurassic Park, right? Like, it's like, has he turned into like, I saw someone turning like him lying on his back, like breathing in like Dr. Grant oh, yeah. or whatever. Like, 
yeah. like like putting his face by the dinosaur in, like so it's like him listening to Goldblum breathing is just like it was so going good. around in the that internet the other day. Yeah. yeah. That's one of oh. my favorites. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, is there anything else we want to talk about with this? Because it is it's just it's a really cool movie that really like it's this is why Cronenberg was like the master of body horror and it still like maintains that reputation to this day. But like I, I just I'm glad he is the only reason I know that body horror exists. So I just like always assume every time he walks into a room, he's like doing this or something like I don't know why I'm yeah <laughs> just doing weird things with his body. I'm body horror guy. That's how he lets people know. He just starts waving his arms around and. Hi, I'm. Like a... <laughs> I do body I'm David horror. Cronenberg. He, he's a Jamiroquai uh, video. And like, then he starts extra. spinning, doing gymnastics. There's a lot of his Why movies. Why Gina Davis just like come out of the bedroom like? Yeah, he's just doing gymnastics now. Like it was a total normal night activity it, it reminded me of um what what's the movie uh why do i only think of whiskey and then he does that i have no idea what you're talking about man uh fuck i don't know <laughs> i just don't know why she was just kind of like yeah he's just doing some gymnastics she just watches him i don't know maybe she was like Maybe you know when you want you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just kind of like <laughs> like and weird things can happen and they I don't know they fucked a lot maybe her brain just wasn't like working a lot like it was like he had fucked like the common sense out of her head I, I don't know like he, maybe she's she like, was alarmed that he's I mean he's not hurting anybody he's just doing gymnastics. Like yeah, great but, gymnastics too. Yeah, yeah like I, the whole chair thing. Like I was just like but it wasn't him like it wasn't jeff goldblum because they never showed his face so because yeah. i'm always hot trying to rod. figure out who's the that's the what? movie hot rod oh my god i forgot about that movie With the gymnast like it just turns into the gymnast like they were making fun of the fact that this shit used to just happen in 80s movies so then they just yeah. did a gymnastics montage and then he falls off a mountain and that Dude, was i love that movie i it, mean it, it reminded me oh yeah right. I said whiskey because that was his safe word when he was going down the hill on the skateboard <laughs> thing. And then he it's been years since I've seen it, but yeah, I love, I love it. So yeah. That man is a comic genius. Yep. That yeah, that's that's a weird thing where you're like, well, she doesn't really throw an objection until like he starts growing hairs out of his back, his like, back wound. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are coarse. I don't like that. Ew. Starts cutting them. <laughs> Here, I would be me, more uh... like, you've got hair growing out of your wound. Yeah, like, like you got well, a tarantula growing out of your wound, like yeah, like that's like maybe we should go to the doctor. Kind of hair growth. I don't we'll know. Get in the pod. <laughs> What's the whole thing? Like he's like, I, I gotta take the monkey to the get checked out, and then that like doesn't even last the whole night. He's just I like, I did struggle with where the monkey went after he started turning into Brundlefly. I'm like, what happened to the monkey? It's <laughs> just oh, this loose right. end. Dude, that apartment. They did have a stake have... in the next. <laughs> No. monkey steaks mm. that that whole apartment is just donuts and garbage I, like i know sh I, I know flies like sweet things but they he really likes sweet things like he ate like donuts and and candy bars and like everything and it's like i also do like the the scene where like he's like about to eat 
and she recorded him and and then they go away so you could just imagine again him like vomiting on stuff and when the the creepy guy watched the video and he was just like ah yeah that that was it that vomiting? fucking ab- I, I i don't know i think so i i, I think that the, maybe that's uh, how he cleans it up he just burns it all with his acid juice i don't know man i don't also how was he getting all that food like how where was he going out and get, was he going into like like the local convenience store he like put a like, cloak on is he a withered the, the withered. He, he's a, a wizard i just i just oh. imagine him going into the bodega down the street and then going up on the roof hey they're like uh, chocolate bars. just give him him some chocolate bars he'll leave then yes he will leave and never come back it's like the venom sequences in the new venom movie with tim hardy where he's just like that the only reason she lets him come through is because he keeps people from robbing her it's like oh if they come in they see that motherfucker they're not gonna they're not gonna try to rob us and they would never because the fly dude is here Jeff, Jeff, it is it is i do really like this movie it, it's sad though it i i think of like things like like king kong i think of like the ending is like that right it's like that where your main character was just a monster even when they didn't want to be a monster i i said american werewolf in london kind of reminds me of where it's just like it's a tragic story it's a tragic story because it doesn't matter what they wanted to do they were cursed the entire time and you're just like because of things like in like the invisible man's like that with the one with kevin bacon specifically i think i think of a lot like the ones is just like these tragic characters that like something happens to them and it corrupts them or fucks with them and it pushes them over the edge and it's like you feel bad even though they've done shitty things um and they really do shitty things in this movie but like it it's never because he wanted to do shitty things it's because like his brain's been rewritten and like his DNA has been rewritten and whatever he is, like he's not human anymore. And so it's he like his sense. It. He flied it. Mm-hmm. You could have, you could have done so like, I mean, obviously this was a remake of the fifties movie where that this happened. And then he just, he was a dude walking around with a fly head. And <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of the fifties movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's just literally a guy with a fly head. And it is the most, you know, it's very You're much like what Katie Google fly things again. She's going to be on that list. She is going to be on yeah. that. I'm list already now. on a list. Okay. It is kind of funny though. That's a huge fly head. Yeah. It's a huge fly head. It's like, it's just like a mascot head, but it was a fly. And it's kind of like, like it makes me think of, they did this a lot in the eighties. Like, Cause the thing was a remake of the thing from another world where they like took a, like a kind of like a fifties concept and they made it eighties and hardcore it up way more. Right. Um, but they did a lot and this movie was Goldblum. Obviously I've talked about Goldblum a lot this episode. Gina Davis killed it. It was just like, just a focus of mainly those two characters. There's other actors. And you look at the IMDb IMDb page, there's only like six or eight actors on here. And most of them come through from the, like the fucking, like there are three, six, so there's like 12 actors on this thing and they're a lot of them from the G like the dream sequence. And then like, it's really just Goldblum, Gina Davis, and then, uh, Killing it. yeah. And then, uh, John gets was staff. Killing it. Yeah. So, um, 
I really appreciate this movie, though. Just practical effects, man. You just do something like this so well, and it's just like an iconic thing. Um, I would tell you to that it is uh, uh, Scanners is worth watching, Katie. Um, Scanners and Videodrome have, like, Videodrome has some pretty iconic sequences with James Woods, but, like, I think the plot reminds me a lot of Scanners. Um and there's there's still like Cronenberg things I've never seen like uh 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 raw not raw what's it uh fuck was that rabid I've never seen rabid was one of those movies that gets talked about with him a lot and I've never uh, seen crazy see, that's one I have seen and the original they, or the remake the remake and... okay so yeah the original okay well I was talking about the remake yeah well then you didn't see the one I was talking about with Cronenberg. Well, I wasn't even listening to you anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. who listens to Rod? I'm it's kidding. A I'm I kidding. I did say uh, the right movie, just not the right movie. Okay. Okay. I think, I mean, I I think everything I've wanted to say about this has kind of been brought up. Have you, either one of you guys want to say anything else about this before we wrap up? It was the best movie we've watched together for this. Yay! <laughs> we did it! We fucking did it! I'm so happy that we watched. Yeah, honestly, Katie, you're an amazing guest, and we needed to have a redemption round here for you because, wow, like the first movie we had on, on, with you on, we, I was like, holy shit, this is like really entertaining and really yeah. stupid and over the top, but it was fun. And then everyone after that, it was like, oh shit, now we have to talk about just a I literally really weird, was, bad movie. Yeah, I was trying to figure, I'm like, which of the movies I did? Because I was like, how many times have I I've been on? And then I couldn't remember Sky Sharks because I think Sharks right. of the Corn just blanked out my brain <laughs> from everything else. Yeah. That one has stuck with me. And that's yes. so disappointing. I, this I was all the, movie, the like, bar of the, like, it, we've all seen the worst movie. I, I like accumulatively uh, for all of us, like uh, for a movie to be that bad, and like that is the bar for me, and I I think it's for you guys as well. That's bad. Yeah. That is really I, bad. To that point, my the worst movie I'd ever seen was from Dust Till Dawn two, which was like just but Sharks with... of the Corn top that right. Of course. It's... Okay, see, like that's the thing. Like yeah. I feel special that I have like all three of us have watched Sharks of the Corn, and it's probably the worst movie all of us have ever seen. I. <laughs> I saw a TikTok recently and it was it was this woman doing like the worst, like just really, really bad movies. And I commented underneath and I was like, Sharks of Corn. And she's like, now I'm intrigued. I'm like, it's I'm like, it's on TV. You go, you go find that and do that yourself because But to watch that oh. and have commercial breaks, I like, I don't know. Like you're waiting for more bad? I would Yeah. <laughs> But I think that that you know it's something we have that bond. We've all yeah, seen we Sharks of the Corn. No one else can have that. <laughs> Dude, that that movie, as I said before, it does my biggest sin in cinema. It's boring, and it's real boring. Yeah, there was some other issues with it, but yeah, there, yeah. yeah, it was it was a thing we watched. Yeah, I love, dude. If you do an entertaining bad movie. I will enjoy the living shit out of it. The room is fucking amazing for how bad it is. It's like a fucking adventure. I need to watch that apparently. And the fanatic with John Travolta is if, one of the worst bad movies like, I've ever. Most like, places awesome have fun. 
most places will have like um like a Rocky Horror Picture Show like midnight event for the room. So Ooh. I honestly like if there is something going on in your city, I say wait until that and see it with that crowd because that mm-hmm. is will make you understand it on a different level. Like it, it keeps growing and it becomes this thing that people throw spoons at the screen and stuff and like it, it's this thing, right? So yeah. um I don't know, like people the crowd it's not even about the movie anymore. It's about watching it through the eyes of someone who hasn't. So if you say, I haven't seen this movie before, the whole crowd will get so excited to like yeah. see your reaction to the movie as well. Because it's the guy, the actor, that he was just he was just in Denver. Like he goes around and watches it with people and then like yeah. takes pictures and shit afterwards and sells merchandise. And is it Tommy Weissau? Yeah, uh, but I saw it with Greg Nicotero came uh, to oh, Calgary, that's cool. and yeah. he was like signing it because he wrote the Disaster Artist book, and then that movie was adapted into the Disaster Artist, which was yeah. the, the biopic about it, right? So it was right before the Disaster Artist came out, and he came with a, a script for the room that was actually worse than what was actually put out, and then they did the live reading with some actors and stuff. So it to see it with him and a crowd like i had already seen it but like it seriously it's what it's so terrible but on like such a high love for filmmaking level that there's no way you could make something that bad with that genuine of a heart approach to filmmaking that you see the love and behind it like of filmmaking but he's just not no it's like every every time you should go left he goes right yeah it's just like it's like a train wreck you're like i don't but i love it it's like (laughs) when you try to put the triangle into the circle and it and then he finds a way and it goes through anyway (laughs) yeah and you're just like i don't know what i just watched but i love it so well i will google it and see if i can find a place because they do that they do that for rocky horror here and i've seen like the whole people dress up and get into the Rocky horror thing. So if they do that for the room, that might be actually I, make I saw, it worth watching. Yeah. I saw someone who works at a theater going, I hate this fucking movie because of what Josh said, then throwing spoons and then spoons, the, yeah. having to clean up. This yeah. They'll bring plastic spoons and like, it's like a whole like yeah. wave of plastic spoons and stuff. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It sounds like an event. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, well, Katie, thank you for coming back to talk about a movie that wasn't about sharks, and we—it uh, was a blast. And I'm, I'm so we'll glad do it next time. <laughs> sharks next time. <laughs> Let's do it. I, I, I was to do, put Katie through another shark movie until like one of us has seen it and like approves of okay. this and like the message. Because like I have to say, I do love me a shark movie. I there is one shark movie that was surprisingly good, and I have to look up the name of it. It's, it they used real shark footage and they spliced it into the film. And it actually scared the crap out of me. Um, well, they all scare the crap out of me, no matter how bad they are. <laughs> uh, it's an Australian shark movie. Sharks are uh, scare the crap out of you, but everything else. That- the thing is, like, I feel like me watching a scary movie, like a shark movie, must be entertaining. I can't keep my feet on the floor. I get so afraid when there's sharks on the screen. It's embarrassing. So, yeah, if you want to put me through another shark movie, I will do it because... I think but they're we fun need, to talk about. But I want to see a little bit of footage of that, though, because then we splice that in. That's way more entertaining. I, I can't. Dude, like, even thinking about, like, I'm looking at shark pictures over here, and I'm like, I got to get my feet off the ground. Josh, 
when you have like when you have like an hour sitting around go go to katie's uh, youtube channel and watch her react to, to cats because it is one of the most glorious like it's it's the same thing we're talking about oh, the before, movie like, the really bad yeah. cg oh yeah. my god that is so she, she, she raised money for charity and hit a goal and she recorded herself watching cats and just like be like the disgust on her face for like 37 <laughs> minutes or whatever that fucking review was is just it's so wonderful and i still want to see the cut of that movie with cat buttholes because i still have never seen it but like yeah. <laughs> apparently that's a thing i that you can see my soul leave my body throughout that <laughs> it's just it's not like, i tried to be positive it was it was a rough watch it yeah, was a lot. It, it was, you just see someone going, why did this happen? But why? It was like, it was like watching someone go, there can't be a God. A God. Was <laughs> there is no God. I'm convinced now. Yeah, that guy in the too. I got a great idea, guys. Let's, let's make cats into a movie and we'll make what? them look like real cats. What's that yeah. fucking word? Angelical? Angelical? Angelical. Jellical, jellical, that's jellical cats. Yeah, jellical cats. And pollicle dogs. Oh, oh it's just I, such. That, it's like that movie makes me feel fatigued. Like you just feel tired thinking. Yep. Yup. Yeah. I, that I I never watched it. Your review was all that I. That's never all did. you need. Yeah. I I yeah. cut it down and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nightmare fuel. Kept the good parts. <laughs> I sometimes wonder, like, I like, I want to put a, like a body cam on Mark and just like as he walks around your house and like just the, the random things you're doing and like now Katie today Katie's doing this and he's just like yeah but I it would like... have to have one on his face for his yeah. like yeah but <laughs> those things I... from like Fear Factor when it was like the body cam suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like I am. I don't feel like I'm loud when I'm in here and talking, and I think I'm incredibly loud. Just talking uh, about roller coaster tycoon and roller coaster, roller coaster. My like wife that, gives me shit all the time uh, about that. She's like, "Why are you reacting like that?" And I'm like, "Well, because I'm doing shit. I don't know." Because, but on roller coaster tycoon, you know what I'm talking about, right? That little girl that all of a sudden she's just like, "Roller coaster." Does that happen in the game? Yeah, like you'd hear like the carousel thing, and then that one person, uh, and then oh, the yeah. coaster. Yeah, I feel like today going through it and just the nostalgia of the screams on the roller coaster yes. and like the just oh. the the sound effects. I just I was found like, this the is disc. Home. I was yeah. just cleaning my like under the stairs, and I found Roller Coaster Tycoon Two disc, and I was just yeah. like, because my whole basement is just a shrine of all the random shit and like you go into my well it's just everywhere now roller coaster tycoon 2 is like on <laughs> on a shelf so i can look yeah. at it and go roller coaster well, i like i you can get them on steam i it had trouble getting this one going but i was just like it was it was the like the warm hug i needed today for I, video games i would say like i have friends i've made in zeke's committee that like were gonna help me when i've tr like sometimes trying to get those old 90s games running is just a nightmare like i was trying to get larry one of the leisure suit larry games to work couldn't not get it to work on stream one day and it's like it's like you have to jump through some hoops so yeah or roller coaster a gamble oh yeah or a roller coaster loop <laughs>
Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming back. We know you know you're always welcome back to this shit show because you're awesome people. And, Thanks for uh, having me for the fourth time. Yep, you Damn. and continue. Uh, both got fours now. So no, well, continue. Both. I think has more. No, she hit four two. No, she just hit four two. Yeah. Dang. Yep. She's going um, for the title. Yep. I guess I gotta watch some shark movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm always down. I was like, wait a yeah. second. We're not going to watch a shark movie. I'm going to fucking hate it. We got to yeah. have a shark movie. Well, well I'm down if we want to watch another it. shark movie soon. Did you watch it already? No. Like I the shark movie? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I'm just saying today I was like, no, I'm going to hate it because it's not going to be a shark movie. But I didn't hate it. And mm -hmm. I actually really like the poster I did, too. So there we go. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to point in the right direction. How so. <laughs> Yeah, Rod just goes like this now. I just don't. So it's always the right direction. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> See, you got to do that, man. And then it's always the right direction. <laughs> it's backwards, man. So it's like just like yeah, because I'm think the backwards man. The backwards <laughs> man. I can walk backwards fast as you can. <laughs> KPP, can you tell people where they can find you, you lovely bean? Yes, I am Katie Peters Plays on Twitch. Play Katie Play on Twitter. I have two podcasts of my own. Katie hasn't seen that where I watch movies that everyone else has seen and I have not. And then I tell you what I think. I have Quantum Drive, which is an Orville themed podcast where we talk about all the episodes of the Orville ever. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you about myself, but come hang out with me on Twitch. We play spooky yeah. games and Halloween's coming up when, you, when this is coming out. So I'm going to be playing a lot of horror games this next month. So I'm excited. She's got Yay! her cool spoopy uh, emotes that are awesome and that are lovely. And her, her stream is amazing and open and warm. And Katie's awesome, as you know from this. So, yes. So hang out with Katie because she's dope. <laughs> and um, she's got the best pillows in the game. The Nick, Nick Cage, Cage pillows. pillows. I, seriously, I can't not like, oh, man. They're so, they're just, they're the best. I'll try to get out of its way so that we can focus yeah. on that. Jeez, Katie, we don't want to see you. We just want to see the Nick Cage pillows. The Nick Cage yeah. pillows are where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you guys watch uh willie's wonderland on your in your discord one night yes it was you, so fun it's yeah it's it's like yeah. a b movie but it just embraces the it, it, sort of, it yeah. lets him be him and any movie that allows nick cage to nick cage out like face off mm -hmm. levels of nick cage like with dancing and like it's just fun, it's a fun time. i feel yeah. like Growing up, Nick Cage was kind of like, oh, it's Nicolas Cage. I think I kind of love Nicolas Cage. Like, now that I've watched a lot more of his... Yeah. For Katie hasn't seen that, I've had to watch a ton of Nick Cage stuff. So you... I feel like he's, like, gone up the list as someone I enjoy as an actor now. Did you see the the latest one where he plays himself? No, I need to... The weight of unbearable yeah. talent or whatever. It'll just make you love him so much more. I need like, to check yeah. that out. I need it's to watch so that fun. And it is like it's it's just it's it's so fun. Yeah. It's yeah, I love that it. one's on my list because I know that came out and everybody's like, you need to watch the unbearable weight of incredible talent or whatever it's yes. called. I know that's yes. not the title, but no, I think uh, that I, actually is the title. Is it I, okay? But I've I can't even say most, title. Yeah, I've enjoyed <laughs> most of the recent things. I really liked uh, Colors Out of Space. A lot of people didn't like that movie. I really liked it. I, I really loved seen it Mandy. because I've heard too so many mixed reviews. That I let it I affect that, me. I think you would enjoy it as a visual movie, 
there's a lot yes. of cool things in, visually in that movie in the color palette like i bought that that was the first 4k movie i ever bought and it looked awesome in 4k because like the bright pinks and the bright you know weird Ooh. colors and stuff you like said that. the you said my color i anytime yeah. well it seems I love anytime we have a guest on they're they're doing my colors too i love it i love the yeah. is pink I, your color i i in the background blue to pink it just it's a nice like transition it's just an accident I love it. I also I, like I, it. <laughs> I love pink. Yeah. I, look at I got my it, party light. It actually nice. says I party. love neon lights. I oh party. Party. Oh party. Party, party I'm waiting. I have you all I know we're this is the end of the podcast, but I do feel like there's a horror movie I saw that I liked called Nope, which I think everybody's probably yeah, we heard talk, of. We talked about Nope. Yeah. Did you all did do it. Nope? Okay. I just yeah. finally saw it and I really liked it. And oh, it's fun. I know there's Old by M. Night Shyamalan, which I watched recently while I had COVID. I, I heard the dialogue in that movie is I like it's horrible. I think that movie I, I didn't expect to like it. And I don't think I liked it that much, but I feel like it stuck with me because it's like yes. the whole frailty of time thing yeah. really kind of made me think. I feel like M. Night Shyamalan as like, a, I have I have this harebrained idea and he's like that guy. And he yeah. has the ability to make something look good and whatever, but it's only ever like other than like two of his movies that I really, really like everything else it only ever gets to maybe the three-quarter mark of being like this it, this is it and then he fucks mm -hmm. it up for like but he fucks it up bad for like the other one quarter that you're like i can't love this movie and i kind of wanted to why couldn't you just go the extra quarter i that's how i felt about old i was like no i want i could defend this movie if i w needed to but then at the same time i'm like but i don't honestly think i want to either I, it's a weird thing i don't know my yeah. my m my m night Shyamalan catalog dies after six cents like every like signs made me angry uh, the village made me angry like it's, uh, it's the village made me angry signs didn't make yeah. me angry it just it let me down yeah it, 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 because i loved it up until you see the shitty alien and i'm like fuck man what come on one of the scariest moments in a movie though since i was a kid when that yes. came out is when the alien goes by the yes. birthday party that uh, will that will forever be one of the scariest things i've ever seen hair, <laughs> yeah like hair so oh I, my god yeah, <laughs> i feel like m night Shyamalan kind of gets the shitty end of the stick a lot but I think I I, yeah. I have very high expectations for movies. I've noticed because when I do my other podcasts, I am yeah. I tear movies apart, and I think yeah. I've gotten more analytical than I used the to be. Problem, the problem with you and that podcast is it's you just had it, it's expectations, man. You it's people building these films mm. up to you mm -hmm. that are like 20, 30 years old, and it's just like they can't ever live. You're up going in with those yeah, like preconceived things that have been told to you why it's on your list now yeah. from your audience and blah 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 and you're going in with all those expectations yeah. that you wouldn't have if it was especially it, if you saw it with virgin ears and eyes and whatever right when it came out without mm -hmm. like it would have changed so much it's got to live up to this hype yeah. now like there's no way yeah you just did starship troopers and which is a movie that i had a fun a blast with as a kid but like i it's saw not it in theaters movie. yeah it's not a great movie 
by any I, stretch. Of the, but the, it like, was the one of the first movies I was like a kid, and there was boobs in the movie. I was like, oh my god, I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a key point for a lot of people, though. Yes. After like all the discussion in the comments, I'm like, I think the nudity was actually a big swaying factor of why it was nostalgic for people. It was, dude. When you're a horny teenager, like Denise Richards is just waving her boobs around a lot of that like that time period at all because it was that in that like that movie with kevin bacon where they're yeah, like they're just like hi hi they're just they're just like hi everybody hi everybody uh yeah so it's it's that kind of stuff man it is it's it, it just because i didn't see texas chainsaw massacre until my like a three or four years ago like that i didn't, I didn't know it. i didn't see it till like last year I didn't like, I liked it, but like it didn't, like it wasn't I like, have my this, like Texas. It just right didn't here. stand up to what like everybody made it out to be, you know? The same thing with The Exorcist. I, I didn't see The Exorcist until like my 20s. And I was like, I like this, wow. but it's not the scariest movie see, ever made. Mm -hmm. Like it just like, I, I have movies on my list that uh you know the, the like the shameless for being like a horror pocket but like yeah. a lot of those movies were the ones that like i got i don't know i got into like horror really young so like those ones were just it was so loud and i saw them young because it was like well i'm into horror now like what is it and it's just like you have to rah, rah, and mm -hmm. they're so aggressive when yeah. it, it's like it, now that i'm a part of the world it's like I they even like say I haven't seen Hellraiser on yeah. the last episode. I'm just like, there's loud people about that movie too, right? So it, I'll get there, but like, yeah, yeah, I, I totally it's, understand. We all, we all have our blind spots, man. It's like everything you just can't say you've seen everything. There's just too much shit out there, and it's like, it's funny now. Now but I like, can't. I, I have. <laughs> I, now I like other movies in this franchise better. My favorite Texas Chainsaw is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. My yeah, favorite, well, it's a dark Exorcist comedy. Is, is Exorcist Three? Exorcist Three is just fucking bonkers, weirdo, and that movie's wonderful, and I like it better. Is that the, the one with that like crazy it, scene with the nurse? That the jump scare. Yeah. Oh the, my god, the, it's the most infamous still, jump scare of all time. To this day, it's so like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a crazy movie, and it's wonderful though. Um, but yeah, so. We've gone off, dude. That's why we love having you on, Katie. We could just sit there and we're like, we're like wrapping up, and they're like, go down this rap. This is our longest episode. You just yeah. you you hold the torch now for longest episode. So hey, yes, <laughs> I've got to take the record some somehow. <laughs> oh man, um, but I again, Katie, you you gave all your stuff, but thank you again for being here and awesome. I, Josh, real quick before we wrap up, what are we doing next week? I don't know. I think we just might have to figure Smile. that out later on. Is one is it coming out on Friday? Yes. Okay, then we'll do a smile next week. Yep. I'm seeing it on cool. Sunday with my tattoo artist. Maybe he'll want to come on the show or something. We'll have <gasps> another guest. <gasps> Just let that me sounds know. Sounds fun. It, one of the reasons one of the reasons why I uh decided to do OnlyFans is so I can like afford tattoos because the guy I want to go to is dollars oh, a day. Yeah. Did all these. Yeah. Your arms are awesome, Josh. So so okay, so next week smile. Um, go to murdermoose.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube so we get to 100 subscribers. We're getting there. We're in our 40s, but we need that so we can get Murder Moose on the name. Um, and yeah, give us a five-star review wherever you're listening. So, um, get rid I'm of this fly. Brought, yeah. 
I'm Rod underscore Johnston in most places. If you want to find other things, you can come to my Discord or something and link in the links because I got to keep away from being too directly linked to me. That was my that, that was my job's uh, lesson. Like, just don't point directly back to us, and we don't care if you do that because I asked. And the, my HR was like, you could do it. You just don't directly point back. So, so yes, that's out there too. So, Josh WRB on Twitter and Twitch and JoshWRB.com, RotorMoose.com, and I think that's all. So, Katie, we love you. Thank you again for coming back. Josh, I love you, you sexy motherfucker. And we will catch you guys next week for Smile. Bye! Bye.